Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient eight teams in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton. I got to tell you, we have a lot to talk about today. If you guys want to check me out, go check me out at TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. That's how you get in touch with me, or you can go write me at TomBartonSports at gmail.com. Plus, I also do have a YouTube channel. I would love for you guys to uh, check it out. It is, what, what else? Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube. Uh, I got a couple of interesting uh, things today and, and that, that I did post up there. It's not about the Ivy League, so if you guys are strictly Ivy League, you're only listening for the Ivy League news. Uh, it's not about the Ivy League. I, I have something about Derek Jeter up there. We have something about Deshaun Watson. So you guys can go check that out and support me if you'd like. But I want to kind of tell you, look, I took a trip to Disney. and I always seem to do the, the old style, right? The old school thing when anybody goes out there and they go traveling. And that is I grab an actual magazine, a literal magazine, uh, not online, not a, you know in a digital form. I like to have it. Hey, listen, crinkling in my hands. I, I like to have that. And it gives me something to read during the flight or whatnot. And I always try to grab a couple of preview magazines. Now, they used to be like six, seven bucks. They're like $11, $12 now. Uh, but I always still like the feel of it, and I like to check it out. Inevitably, though, I always kind of get my blood boiling at a lot of the predictions and a lot of the, the situations. Maybe I'm too close to it. Maybe because I'm in the business, I, I just get a little annoyed and a little agitated at the whole thing. But I generally do. And look, it's not something unusual. My wife tells me all the time, every single year, Major League Baseball puts out the top 100 players. And she sees me watch this. She goes, why do you watch this? You, you, you know, you only get your blood pressure up. You're only going to sit and scream at it. The, or the NFL puts out the 100 best players. I hate lists, but I love them. I'm addicted to lists. I'm addicted to predictions. I'm addicted to guys going out there and making predictions that probably have no business doing so. I don't know why. It drives me nuts. It drives me crazy, but I am addicted to it. I like rankings. I like numbers. I, I This is what I like. So I pick up the, uh, and they, you, they look, they do a great job. I pick up the Lindy Sports College Football 2022 National Preview. And obviously, I mean, this is a thick, thick edition. They're going to go over. Generally speaking, most of the big conferences, most of the big colleges. But what do I do? Because obviously I'm addicted to the Ivy League like I am to list, right? I go right to the back because I know they're going to have, oh, about a a five-sentence blurb about the Ivy League. And you got to wonder, you know, how bad they're going to do. And it's the FCF conferences. They go through them all. So I wanted to share with you what the predictions were. I wanted to share it with you because it's not just Lindy's. This isn't to kind of sit back and bash Lindy's, who, who, like I said, they do a good job. It's not bashing Lindy's as much as it is going out there and looking at the entire industry as a whole. Over the next couple of weeks, I know it feels like, well, we're only in mid-June. Yeah, but we have like less than two months until college football season. So over the next couple of weeks, what you're going to start to see is you're going to start to see these people come out with their predictions, whether it be in 
form that you could hold like this or a newspaper form where you're going to start to see all the online companies. And I'm not talking about Twitter trolls or Facebook people. I'm not talking about people that have no idea what they're talking about. No, these are, are actual sports writers. And they're going to try to tackle the idea of college football and the Ivy Leagues. They're going to attempt to because it's it's kind of sitting right in front of them and they, and they have to, right? They got to meet a quota. But it's going to drive a lot of us nuts. It really is when we sit back and look at it. So I want to go back to last year and just remind everybody and rehash everybody. Dartmouth and Princeton both finished 6-1 and one in conference, both finished 9-1 and one overall. Harvard finished third place, 5-2 and two in conference, 8-2 and two overall. Yale and Columbia, 4-3 and three in conference. Yale finished 5-5 five and five overall. Columbia, 7-3 and three overall. Penn, Brown, Cornell, each finished 1-6. and six. Three and seven overall for Penn. Two win Brown team, two win Cornell team. That's the way that it shook out. Now, anybody that's listening is going to sit back and argue that Harvard football got robbed. We did have that controversy. There was a lot of that. Okay, I'm not telling you that there wasn't. It certainly was. How about points four last year? Yale 233, Harvard 212, Princeton 208. Dartmouth, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Brown 211. They're the only ones over 200. Dartmouth came real close with 199 points against. Well, this is why Dartmouth was in first place because they only allowed 105 total points. After that came Harvard at 124 and so on. So this is what we're looking at. And that was in conference, by the way. So that this is what we're looking at. Dartmouth did it with a great defense. Harvard had a good defense. Harvard had a good offense. Dartmouth had a little bit less of an offense. Dartmouth, though, got that red hot late. And so did the rest of it. Look, Dartmouth won four straight to end the season. Harvard won three straight to end the season. Columbia won two, and Princeton won two straight to, to end the year off. On the other side, Brown lost four in a row. Penn lost three in a row. And then Yale and Cornell both lost two in a row. So that's a look back. And we do know that big-time names were gone. E.J. Perry is now gone. We lost uh, quite a few big-time names out of the Ivy Leagues. So now we reset. At first glance, before I, I get into the predictions at Lindy's here, at first glance, I look at the top and I go, all right, Dartmouth, real good season. Fantastic, fantastic defensive season. You got to put them right back in there. Uh, but you know what? They did have a lot of transfers. They did have some big-time pieces move. I don't think their defense can be as good as they were last year. They'll be in the mix but I think that they take a little step back from 9-1 and one overall. Princeton, I think Princeton's going to be strong again. I think Princeton is that team that consistently just comes to play. Uh, they are that team that you go there and you go, okay, well, they're, they're going to do it really with some offense, and they're going to try to do it with tremendous offense overall over the, the 10 games. They had the best offense, and I think that that lasts here. Harvard, again, I think is going to be in the mix. They have a shot to win this thing because their defense is so good. I think that they do. Yale could uh, rear their heads here. Columbia could be in this thing. Penn, Brown, Cornell. Uh, you can never see a one-win season. Brown and Cornell don't look like they're making any inroads. Penn, I could see moving up a little bit. That's my initial reaction and my initial prognosis. This is what I'm just looking at if I'm just looking at its surface area and then looking back. So I pick up Lindy's. Here we go. And we go to Ivy League standings. Okay. You know, they're saying offensive player of the year is going to be Nick Howard. Defensive player of the year, uh, that's uh, quarterback out of Dartmouth. Makes sense. Quarterback, good team. Okay. Defensive player of the year, Clay Patterson. Defensive end out of Yale. 
all right, yeah, you, you go, okay, that's fine. Here's what's beautiful. Uh, they do mention that there are no new coaches here in 2022, which is fantastic. And it's the only conference in the FCS that do not have any new coaches. So we do have a stability factor that we kind of know who we're getting into. So I'll start from the bottom to the top here. They have Cornell in eighth place. I can't really disagree there. Um, you know, they haven't had a winning season uh, under David Archer in, in nine years. They mentioned that. I don't think it's a winning season here either. I can't argue that they're going to be the worst team, so I'll, we'll give them a pass there. Brown, look, they lose EJ Perry. That's massive. It's just a massive knock for Brown. Brown, with EJ Perry, who went to the NFL, had a 1-6 record. They were 2-8 and eight overall with EJ Perry. I can make an argument that Brown will be the worst team. And they lost four in a row to end the season. I could make an argument that Brown will be the worst team. I, I could, but flip-flopping them, that's nitpicking. Penn, okay, so they're just basically going to form here. Uh, Penn looked really bad. Um, Penn, you look at and you go, they they had a terrible season. I just think that they can get a little bit better. So I agree with this. I agree with six, seven, eight. I think it's going to be Penn, Brown, and Cornell. I agree with that. I'm fine with that. They are they have Harvard at five. Harvard at five. That you can argue a bad call here or there could have won this conference. This is where I start to get problems. This is where where where. It starts to bother me. Now, I know that Chris Smith went to Notre Dame and Jacob Sykes went to UCLA. I get that. But this is one of the best college coaches in the, the country. Forget about in the Ivy Leagues. One of the best college coaches in the country. If you look at Harvard's recruiting classes, they've been absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. So you have to expect that these guys are going to kind of step up. And that defense plays, man. That defense has been good for years. Why Why do they have them at fifth? Okay, this is when I start to get annoyed. This is when my blood pressure starts going up. Uh, Columbia. They're talking about Joe Green with his 10 passing touchdowns and three interceptions and how he was a good rookie there. Yeah, I said Columbia could make some inroads. Uh, Columbia could be okay. I can see them, them them taking a little leap here, but you're relying upon a quarterback who you're, you're bragging about his rookie year where he only had 10 touchdowns. Uh, you know, I mean, he had 10, touch, 10 passing touchdowns. 10 passing touchdowns, guys. Uh, they played 10 games. I'm not doing backflips about that. Not enough to put them over Harvard. And I think Columbia can be okay, but not enough to put them over Harvard. They have Dartmouth tumbling to number three. They did lose uh, Jalen Mackey, who went to UMass. I get that. And I get that it's a, it is a big loss. But I think they'll be in there. You know, I, I still think that defense plays. And I know that a lot of people called it kind of fluky, but I like the way they ended the year with four straight wins. They have Yale, who finished at four and three, Five and five overall a year. They were a middle-of-the-road team. They have Yale at second. Really loving Clay Patterson. Mentioned him a couple of times here. Um, and look, they, they did play a lot of close games last year. And you point to the close games. There are two schools of thought when you point to the close games, when you're looking at a team. Two schools of thought are, okay, well, we can, we can look at the close games and say one of them has got to go the other. Right. Uh, even two of them has got to go the other way. You're going to win closer games in the other way. You know, you got to learn to win those games. I mean, that's got to be somebody. They lost a three point game to Holy Cross. They won a six point game to Cornell. They won. They lost in overtime to Dartmouth. They lost by six points at UConn. They uh, won by seven against Columbia. And they lost by three against Harvard. I mean, there there is a school of thought here, guys, that if you can't win close games, it's it's because the team is not mentally tough. Maybe the, the coach. I, I'm not going to automatically look at a team that lost close games and then just jump them up 
into second place. And then Princeton's number one. I can't really argue with that. Uh, you know, they're talking about the wide receiver who is just fantastic. And look, this team is 27 and three over the past three seasons. Yes. I, I can't argue. I can't argue with them having Princeton in number one. Everything else, the, the Harvard thing drives me nuts. Harvard in fifth. That drives me absolutely crazy. I, I can't live with that and just kind of accept that that's the norm. So, look, we're going to have a lot more publications come out, right? We're going to have a lot more. I'll keep you up to date on some of this stuff. Um, I know a lot of you guys are really concentrating on football and basketball that do follow this channel. If you guys want uh, do follow, follow my podcast, if you want me to talk about other sports, more inclusive, uh, make sure you write me. Uh, go write me up, hit me up over on Twitter. It's Tom Barton Sports, or you can write me at TomBartonSports at gmail.com. We do a lot of football and basketball because that's where people are asking me to do. I try to concentrate on baseball when I did have a chance. The other sports I'll touch on here and there. Uh, in the upcoming football season, I'm going to start to have uh, guests on and whatnot. But I wanted to touch on that just because I picked it up and I knew I was going to be annoyed. And here they come. They're all going to start to kind of come tumbling down here, right? They're all going to start to kind of come into circulation. And we'll see how annoyed I get over the next couple of weeks. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Go check me out, Tom Barton Sports, over on Twitter, TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on YouTube as well. Have a very good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.